Oh my goodness, it feels so good to be back on the airwaves. Yes, I just want to say welcome everybody to the welcome back episode. I know I've been getting all of your text messages, all of your DMs, all of your uh, emails, the phone calls, all of it. I'm hearing you guys. I know you've been missing the show. Honestly, I didn't even know how much you guys enjoyed the show until I stopped doing the show. I mean, I was getting the love and people were telling me that they were really feeling the show, but I really felt the support and the love while I was away. So I'm sorry that I kept you guys waiting for so long. The main question that everybody wanted to know is what the hell was I doing in the time that I was away? So I'm going to be quite honest with you guys. I was getting me together mentally, spiritually, physically, just all of that. I was gathering myself. I was also taking care of behind the scenes business, shaping up things that needed to be fixed, changing up segments and renaming things, working on social media, just building, building connections, building other businesses. <laughs> so it's it was a lot. And I when I set out to do this, I set out to do it long term. I didn't set out for it to be anything short term for sure. And it's like I'm learning every day. I'm growing every day. And I can't wait to just full fledged share this journey with you guys uninterrupted, <laughs> of course, but I have so many things in store and I'm just, I just, I just get excited when I think about it, but I just want you guys to know that the break was very necessary. I honestly did not expect it to take as long as it did. I did plan on being back to you guys a, a quite a while ago, at least towards the end of July, beginning of August, I definitely plans on being back around then. And I know that a lot of you notice that each week on Instagram, the date for the return show kept changing. It was changing each week. It was there was so many times that I sat down to pull the episode and the content together. You guys, I promise you, I sat down and I tried my best to give you guys everything that I had in me and I would come up short. And it was of no fault of my own, but I just had so many other things going on that had to be taken care of. I was getting pulled in a lot of directions, which wasn't necessarily a bad thing. But the one thing that I have learned about being a creative and being an entrepreneur is that you have to perfect your time management. And it seems the better I get with time management, the more things I have on my plate. So sometimes I just don't have enough hours in a day and there's just not enough of me to stretch any further. I wish it were so that I could get quite a few more things done. But sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. And in this case, it did not. So I had to take some time to fix things and just make things better. I was working on me. I was working on the show. I was working on other businesses. 
I've been binge watching uh, shows. So shout out to Netflix for putting Moesha back in the game because I have definitely been re-getting my life with Moesha, re-watching the game and even just watching new stuff. Oh my goodness, y'all. We have got to talk about P-Valley next week. Oh my God. If you're not watching P-Valley, what are you doing? Yes, I love P-Valley. I've been getting into this other show called, oh, what is it called? Designated Survivor with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. I was never a 24 fan, but this show, when I tell you, it has literally been nonstop action from episode one, and I'm in like season two in the middle, and it's a lot of episodes per season, and the action does not stop. It's like it just builds each episode. I've been getting back into Billions, catching up on that, rewatching Deadwood, shout out to HBO, trying to figure out if I'm actually going to stick with the shot or if I'm just going to let it go. I keep hearing so many mixed reviews and I just it's pulling on my heartstrings and I just don't know which way to go. I'm contemplating on getting into the Lovecraft country or whatever it is it's called, but I don't know. It's got a lot going on, but I did start watching this other show called Lucifer. So <laughs> I don't want y'all to think that I've just been watching Netflix and Hulu and all of that and not working because I have definitely been working a lot more than I have been doing other things. I have definitely revamped my self-care regimen. So I'm just excited. Shout out to Demetria, a.k.a. Miss Nikki B, for blessing me with these amazing, amazing products that have just changed my life. I've been drinking water, more water and more water and more water. And I'm seeing a difference in my skin. Not that it was bad, bad, but your girl did need a little bit more moisture because I was a tad bit dry because I eat a lot of ice and I wasn't, I was eating more ice than I was drinking water and eating ice and drinking water are not the same. So to all my ice eaters, I understand, I understand the plight. However, if you don't put that cup of ice down and go grab you a bottle of water, sus, you got to go grab the water. Throw you some lemons and strawberries and limes or whatever else you got to do, but grab you some water. Fellas, I need y'all to grab water too, because water is essential. So everybody grab some water, put the liquor down. I know that the quarantine and being indoors and not being able to get out and interact with everybody sometimes makes you grab a bottle. We're going to put those bottles down for just a second and we're going to grab us some good old H2O and get hydrated. So yes, I've been drinking water. Minding my own business, flourishing in, in just my spirituality, in my mental space, in my social space. I, I'm just in a, like, oh man, when I tell you the universe has just been really showing out for your girl, like, it just has. Like, I'm just, like, I feel like it took me a while to get to this point. And I'm still not where I want to be, but I'm definitely not where I was. So I definitely see the improvement. Granted, I have my days where I still get down because that's life. But 
my days are much better. Mentally, I'm in a much better space. I've learned how to start letting things go. And the one of the things that I learned is that you just can't save everybody. So I've taken off my cape and I've set it aside. And right now I'm focusing on me, my businesses and me. <laughs> so, oh, and also my tribe and my family, of course. But yes, because I'm always focusing on them. But yeah, like I'm just out here enjoying my life, enjoying new ventures, making new networking, making new contacts. Like, yo, I'm I'm good. I, I'm, I'm good. So you guys are definitely in for a treat. I'm so happy to be back. I just don't know, even know how many times I can say that. So I'm not going to keep boring y'all to death talking about what I've been doing and where I've been and how I'm better. We're just going to jump into this episode. So new segment on the block, the Black Parade, up next. In this week's edition of the Black Parade, we're taking a moment out to show some love to two black goddesses in the St. Louis community. First up is Miss Nikki B, owner of 1111 Self Love. When I tell you guys that I have been totally engrossed in just positive vibes and energy since I revamped my self-care routine using Miss Nikki B's products, that's exactly what I mean. She makes a variety of soaps, body butters, yoni oils, yoni steams, facial care products, and so much more. She even has beard oil and specialty soap for the fellas as well. So do yourself a favor and head over to www.1111selflove.com and make you a purchase today. You will be thoroughly pleased. And next up, we have Miss Rosetta Jackson of the ARJ Community Outreach. I actually had the pleasure of meeting Miss Rosie through her sister Latrice. Shout out to Latrice. Hey girl, hey. And when I tell you guys that their nonprofit organization has a grassroots approach, but they are making so, so many strides in changing lives in the St. Louis community. I recently had the pleasure of volunteering with them on a couple of projects that they've actually done to help the community. One being a resource drive in which they were able to service over 500 needy kids in the St. Louis area with brand new backpacks full of school supplies, along with free uniforms and underwear and household hygiene items, books, and so, so much more. And they recently just did a food drive where they were actually able to service over 150 families, providing them with three weeks of food along with household items. They are such a blessing to not only myself, but to the St. Louis community as a whole. And I recently just found out that they are actually raising funds to purchase a vehicle so that they're able to reach even more lives and help out. If you'd like to donate, feel free to go over to www.gofundme.com forward slash F forward slash ARJ dash community dash outreach and feel free to make a donation. No amount is too small. So please sew into this awesome, awesome family as they are doing so much and they've raised the bar in the community with helping and putting passion and love into giving back to those who are truly in need of help. 
You can also find them at the ARJ Community Outreach on Instagram. So feel free to follow them and get the info for all the events that they have coming up and different ways that you're able to help out. So here's the thing. Everyone's always telling you, go ahead, launch a podcast, get out there, just do it, just go for it. But what about the people who've already started their podcast, but still need more help? No need to worry. I have a solution for you. Unheard Media LLC, in collaboration with 88.1 The Truth, is hosting the Podcasting with Purpose work series beginning Saturday, August 29th. The four-part workshop includes the following, laying the foundation, the business of podcasting, maximizing social media and digital marketing, and knowing your analytics. The four-part series will break everything down so that it's easy to understand and digest for you. In one-on-one, you'll make sure that you're maximizing your efforts and your resources. One-on-two will give you the apples and oranges of delivering quality content and attracting partnership and sponsorship opportunities. One-on-three will spill the tea of not only how to grow your audience, but how to do it organically. And one-on-four will drop the gems, compiling your numbers, your statistical information from all of your platforms and how you can apply it to make your podcast better. This is something that you definitely do not want to miss out on. From registration information and to sign up, you can go ahead and send an email to jp at unheardmedia.biz. That's jp at unheardmedia.biz. And make sure you put podcasting with purpose in the subject line. Ooh, child, a messy minute is full this week. So let's jump into these messy mentions. First up, we have Miss Holly Berry, who decided that at the end of the day, she would rather represent herself than pay an attorney in her divorce from Mr. Oliver Martinez. And if you know anything about Miss Berry, you do know that this is her third marriage that is ending. So at this point, I guess when you've been down that road that many times, I guess you know how to handle yourself. Then... In the sake of all things messy and petty, there's Mr. Dr. Dre and his estranged wife, Nicole, who are currently living in two separate houses. Now, for whatever reason, they can't seem to figure things out. So now Mr. Young is upset because he sent someone over to the house to pick up his golf clubs, a motorcycle and a gun. And after going back and forth with Miss Nicole for about five minutes, she decided that she wasn't relinquishing anything. So he'd have to try again. Woo child. But you know, after 24 years of marriage and a billion dollars on the line that can be divided up either way, I guess things are bound to get messy, messy, messy. Then moving right along. So reading is fundamental let's just start there so earlier in the week there was a whole uproar on social media between miss charlie angel aka tammy rivera waka flocka and megan the stallion so the whole thing basically started on a misunderstanding and people playing messenger so 
Megan Thee Stallion has recently come out and, you know, start giving details about the things that actually occurred between her and Tory Lanez, which ended up, you know, with her being shot in the foot. Well, some rapper known as Cash Talk out of Atlanta. Yeah, I, I don't know who that is either. I'm sorry. I just don't. He decided to hop on IG stories earlier this week, being messy, saying that, you know, who really knows what happened in the vehicle between Megan and Tori and that, you know, with Megan being six feet, you know, there's no telling what may have happened and let's not act like bitches don't start shit. Well, of course, petty niggas being petty decided to jump on the bandwagon and you know, of course, when you play stupid games, what happens? You win stupid prizes. So the messengers started going back and forth. Megan finally goes on to Instagram and says something to the effect that since he only made it to the ninth grade and did not go any further, she wouldn't expect anything less. Now, in the process of all of this, Waka Flocka on IG scrolling sees this Atlanta rapper Cash Talk with a shirt on from his clothing line. He responds with the 100 emoji. He was responding to the rapper wearing an item from his line. When Megan responded, she was responding about Cash Talk in his comment. Well, things got misconstrued and Miss Tammy Rivera and Waka Faka both felt that Megan was talking about Waka. So Waka responded with something along the lines of, wow, so that's how you feel about me? You know, and so... That's where things went downhill. So Miss Tammy, she put on her cape to come have her husband's back and began to give the whole timeline about how Waka has been nothing but supportive in the time that Megan has been going through her issue with Mr. Tory Lanes. And if Megan felt a certain type of way, all she had to do was reach out in this, this, that, and the third. And Miss Megan simply responded, I wasn't even speaking of Waka. I was referring to Cash Talk. So, Miss Tammy, being the woman that she is, she apologized and all things were restored back to the better good. But she did let Waka know, next time, please read before you post. That way she doesn't have to come save him from some mess. Now, I, I just don't know what's going on in Atlanta. Atlanta just... Somebody needs to go stage Atlanta because there are too many bad vibes running around. So now, <clears throat> Latoya Luckett, as you all know, one of the original Destiny's Child members who is now married to Mr. Tomicus Walker is in a whole scandal situation where some lady from Dallas is claiming that she's been creeping with Mr. Walker and she has videos of them having sex that she's currently shopping around to get a deal. Unfortunately for Latoya, she is in the process of actually getting ready to give birth to the couple's second child. She doesn't need this drama. And this story really just kind of makes me sad. And, you know, because she's pregnant, they already have a child. He has a child with a, you know, from a previous relationship. And who wants to deal with all of that drama anyway, let alone where you're on the verge of giving birth to your second child? Girl, so we're sending love, light, and happiness and positive vibes to Miss Latoya Luckett. I hope things get better. And to Sweetie Pie from Dallas that is trying to shop, 
this um said sex tape of her and Mr. Tommy Walker sweetheart have a seat. We we definitely don't want to see that. We're still cringing from that bullshit with Nico and Mimi. Move along, child. But once again, Atlanta still in the land of entanglement. Mr. Pastor John Gray, y'all, has supposedly been caught out here again where some little some little thing is saying that she We'll call her Miss Mary Mac because that's what he calls her is Mary. She's saying that her and John have been creeping for a minute. She's showing text messages where he's been sending her cash, posting pictures of him cooking brisket for her along with um, baked beans and mashed potatoes and corn. She even has a video of him telling her that his wife, Adventurine, Adventure Park, whatever that child's name is, that she doesn't cook and that their son only eats frozen pizza every day because of that. So this is this situation is just beyond messy, especially when you start to bring the children into it. But she even went further to post a video of him sending her a message saying, hey, grab your swimsuit, grab you a mask and you have an hour to meet me. We're getting on this jet and I'm taking you to Cabo. Listen. I, I just don't know what to say. Now, y'all remember, it was just last year when Mr. John Gray got caught up the first time with the lady who claimed to be pregnant with his baby. But then we heard no more about the baby. But word on the street was that Miss Aventurine, Avatar, Avatar, whatever, put hands on this young lady. So who knows? But, you know. The wife has so much mouth and so much to say because when he got caught the first time, her problem was with the mistress and not with her mate. So she was all over social media dragging this young lady and things of that nature, but had nothing but good things to say about her husband. And then for their eighth anniversary, he proceeded to purchase her a $200,000 Lamborghini. So he keeps claiming that he's having issues with brokenness. But honey, you're going to be broke if you keep buying all these Lambos. Because if you had to buy a Lambo for year eight after you cheated with allegations of a baby, I don't know what you buy in year nine when you're further entangled with somebody else. But hey, you know, I'll let y'all have that. And then I guess Lambos must be the preferred vehicle of purchase at this point because rapper Moneybag Yo just about a month ago bought his girlfriend a Lamborghini truck for her 25th birthday. And here it is a month later and his baby mamas are still up in arms about how they are not bothered and they have moved on. So if it takes you a month to tell somebody that you're not bothered, chances are, sweetheart, you must be bothered. And that is your messy minute. Yo, so I know you like free stuff because I like free stuff. And honestly, the majority of the times that people offer you free stuff is really not free. But guess what? I'm getting ready to give you something free or at least give you a chance to win something free. So head over to Instagram at the Monty J Project. Make sure you follow us on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But specifically, Instagram, head to our page and let us know what was your favorite topic from today's episode. And you will have your name placed in a drawing that will happen next Friday on air. And 
who knows maybe it'll be you so don't forget to let us know what part of tonight's episode you like the best and we'll get your name in there also earn more entries interact with us throughout the week and you know hey you never know how many more entries you could earn so make sure you participate freebie friday next week look forward to picking a winner <laughs> back to the show this week has literally just it's just been a hell of a week i mean the the dark cloud that has loomed over this past week is just very very heavy for starters we have the jacob blake situation and i mean obviously you would have to be somewhere under a rock to not know what has transpired this week just in the black community so just in case you have been under a rock let's just go down the timeline so sunday august 23rd kenosha police officers arrived to a what was called in as some type of domestic disturbance once they were on the scene they encountered mr jacob blake there's a lot of back and forth over what happened before the cameras actually start rolling but from what i can gather it appears that there was some sort of scuffle where he was basically tackled and tased along with placing a headlock amongst other things by the police officers who arrived at the scene according to bystanders mr blake was actually the one who was breaking up a fight between two women or two people um and when the police arrived things just went extremely left so when the video kicks in what we're seeing is basically him walking to the driver's side of his truck which actually contains his three children between the ages of three and eight years old one of the police officers reaches out grabs the back of his shirt and then proceeds to shoot him seven times this is what we are watching on video the outrage it's I, I I can't even find the words. I literally, before I took a break from the show, I literally did my last episode where I read off over a hundred names of black lives that have been taken at the hands of police going all the way back to as early as 1999. And here we are. On the anniversary, the 65th year of the brutal murder of Emmett Till. And we are encountering the same bullshit at high numbers. So to make matters even worse, the officers are immediately placed on leave. Mr. Blake is taken to the hospital. And while he's in the hospital, the Kenosha Police Department actually issues an arrest warrant for him based on charges that are going back to an issue that happens earlier in July. 
So they proceed to go into the hospital room where Mr. Blake has been fighting all week for his life. At this point, due to the extenuating damages that he has, I mean, we're talking damage to his bowels, his internal organs. Uh, they're said to be bullet fragments in his spinal cord. He even has a shattered vertebrae. However, they decide to detain him by putting handcuffs and shackles on his ankle and shackling him to the hospital bed. Please keep in mind that at this point, due to <laughs> officer brutality, this man is now paralyzed from the waist down. Where the fuck is he going? Where is he going? Why is there a need to shackle him like a fucking animal when he's already paralyzed? Even if he wasn't paralyzed, this man is fighting for his life. What is he supposed to do? Raise up from the emergency room or the ICU bed and walk out of the hospital and no one notice him? Like, who? You you couldn't, it, it just I mean, it just continues to get just more inhumane each with each passing incident. And then, meanwhile, because people are outraged, so now the unrest begins. You have 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse who uses his white privilege to take matters um, into his own hands with the, you know, collaboration of his made-up militia that is there to protect the land, the land that he doesn't even live on because he's not even from the state of Wisconsin. But I guess y'all not ready to talk about that. So the video footage that we see of Rittenhouse basically shows him running away from someone who he's just killed. He can even be heard in some videos saying, I just killed someone. So as the crowd closes in on him and they're, you know, chasing him down to stop him, to detain him because he's just taking someone's life as he's running the streets with a semi-automatic pistol, mind you. He then falls to the ground and begins to start shooting into the crowd at the bystanders who are closing in on him. So now he's already killed one person during the situation where he's on the ground and begins to shoot, he kills another person and injures a third. He then proceeds to get up and continue to make his way down the block, alternating his hands between placing them on his rifle or holding them up in the air as if he's trying to surrender. You see the armor tanks of the police coming towards him. He's progressing towards them, alternating, as I said, hand on a pistol, hands in the air, hand on a pistol, hands in the air, hand fumbling with the pistol, hands in the air. Not one time did the police officers try to detain him, even as the people on the sidewalks are saying, he just killed someone. He just shot people. The police continue to just let him 
walk on by. No one gets out of a tank. No one gets out of a truck. You can clearly hear people, black, white, red, brown, green, yellow, whatever, saying, stop him. He just shot people. He just killed people. Stop him. Stop him. Stop him. And yet the police look at him with his gun and allow him to go on his way. He literally walks past the police. I, you can't make this. You can't. It, you can't make it make sense. There is nothing that makes this make sense. He literally goes home with his mother. But two people lay on the ground dead from being shot by him and someone else is injured. And he's literally getting into his mother's vehicle and taken home. So since Tuesday night, he has since been charged with possession of a dangerous weapon because it's actually illegal for anyone under the age of 18 to have or display a gun openly in the state of Wisconsin. And he's also being charged with first degree intentional homicide as he should be. But once again, how does a white male hold a semi-automatic pistol that's damn near as big as him and proceed to walk towards the police with his hand on the pistol the majority of the time and no one is in fear of their life or feels the need to do anything to detain him yet the unarmed black man who is going into the vehicle where his underage children are is viewed as a threat this is america so you also have the arrest so to just add you know just insult to injury here we now we take it to louisville kentucky the home of former EMT Brianna Taylor, who was crucified in her home when police officers entered earlier this year on a no-knock warrant and shot her to death. You have uh, Portia Williams and Yandy Smith, along with about 65, 66 other people who are arrested for peacefully protesting and demanding justice for an unjust murder of an unarmed black woman and they are taken to jail but they are peacefully protesting while being black and taken to jail yet the white boy with the hand on the semi-automatic weapon advancing towards the police is not viewed as a threat i, I i'm just really confused I just, it, it makes no sense. It, there, we, it's, it's evident that even though we say black lives matter, they refuse to see it. And it's, 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 it's beyond heartbreaking at this point because we've been through the motions. We've shed the tears. We've bowed our heads in disbelief. And we still continue to try to go on. And every time we take two steps, we're being pushed back 10. 
And then people are upset and don't understand the unrest. It's outrage. So I guess you can say that these businesses that are in our neighborhoods that don't care about us, except for when we're supporting them with our black dollars, have become the punching bag for us to take our frustration out on. Yeah, of course, everybody's not going to agree with it. I'm not saying that it's right, but that's the reality of what's happening. But the problem is people care more about the unrest than they care about the unjust. Why is it that white America is so upset and so torn apart about the unrest, but they refuse to see the unjust? There would be no unrest if there was no unjust. So how can we not address the primary factor, but jump straight into the secondary? I, I, I just don't get it. I just, it's just, it makes no sense. And we have a long way to go we really do we have an extremely long way to go and at this point how do we get there i want to know your thoughts how do how do we repair america how do we get to a point where black and white can exist without black being viewed as a threat how do we get past white privilege how does white privilege go away does it go away what are your thoughts i want to know what you think tag us on social media at the money j project send us the email at the money j project at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts we'll be right back are you enjoying the money j project <laughs> well let us know be sure to follow all the shenanigans on all of our social media platforms including facebook Instagram and Twitter at the Monty J Project. Have a question or a situation you're looking for advice on? Feel free to drop us a line at the Monty J Project at gmail.com. And don't forget to tag us using the hashtag the Monty J Project for a chance to be shouted out on the airwaves or featured on our social. Now back to the show. So today was going to be the first installment of the Money J Mailbag, where I take a letter or two each week and read it to you guys and give my opinion, my thoughts on the situation. Today, I'm not going to do that. Um, word just broke that here in the land of Wakanda, we have lost our leader, Chadwick Boseman at the age of 43 to colon cancer so honestly I just want to take a moment to just show love respect send prayers up for his family and just reflect on just the powerhouse that we were blessed with within Chadwick Boseman I mean just his legacy, his his background, his legacy of work from 
King T'Challa in Black Panther. He was in 21 Bridges. He played James Brown in Get Up. Uh, Jackie Robinson in 42. He just had the movie on Netflix, The Five Bloods, which was actually very, very good. Um, he played Thurgood Marshall. I mean, there, the list is, the list goes on. 2020 has literally sucked the life out of so much. Like, I fucking hate it here at this moment. Like, at this point, I want my ball back and I want to go to a different sandbox. I don't, I don't want to play in 2020 anymore because... 2020 does not know how to share. So, Monty J Mailbag will start officially next week. But for now, I just want to take a moment to just have a moment of silence for Chadwick Boseman to reflect on him and to just send love, light, and positive vibes to his family. And also, in that moment, I would also like to send prayers up for Jacob Blake, who is now paralyzed in a hospital bed due to being shot seven times in the back earlier this week. Rest in peace, King. You will be missed. And we'll be right back. Listen, let's have a moment of truth. Entrepreneurship is hard as hell. Even though it's one of the most rewarding things you could ever do with your life, you have to be prepared to put the work in. And one of the things that you have to put work into It's time management. You want to be able to maximize every moment of your day efficiently. And with that comes knowing when you need to outsource things and when you can do them yourself. Sometimes you just can't do it all. But knowing when to ask for help or to solicit help is what will build your strength as an entrepreneur. So for those of you that are needing help in areas with marketing and branding and how to make things stand out for your business, I have a solution for you. Embellish Graphics and Media is here to help. Feel free to send your request to Embellished2020, that's M-B-E-L-L-I-S-H-E-D 2020 at gmail.com to receive a quote and receive information on how you can use their services to build not only your social media following organically, but you can choose graphics, you can choose other custom items such as ink pens, buttons, t-shirts, and much more. So head on over to your email and send your information to embellish2020 at gmail.com to receive your personal quote today. Now back to our show.
And before we get out of here, I just want to take a moment to just thank you guys for tuning in. To all of the newcomers, I want to say hey. And to all of my OGs that have been with me since day one. Going back to the original, the days of me, myself, and Monty, I want to thank y'all for just coming with me on this journey, rocking out continuously. So, do us all a favor. Everyone, go wash your hands, go pack a bag, and make sure you grab your mask because we're going places. I cannot wait to share with you guys all of the things that I have in store for the Money J Project. It's really, 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 really dope. So just stick around and you'll be part of the dopeness. So in the meantime, like I said before, make sure you're following us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can find us at the Money J Project. Feel free to drop us a line. Hit us up at the Money J Project at gmail.com. And I can't wait to see you guys again, talk to you guys again, build with you guys, interact with you guys throughout the week. And I'll be back next Friday. Make sure you meet me here for your weekly dose of Monty J. And in the meantime, love, light, and high vibrations. See y'all next week. Peace.